Hi everyone, welcome to the Highlights from Ukraine podcast, your daily audio summary of the latest news reported in the Ukrainian media. My name is Artem, and here is the news. For 558 days, Ukraine defends itself against the forces of the Russian invasion. In his evening video address, President of Ukraine Volodymyr Zelensky informed that he visited Ukrainian forces in the Donetsk and Zaporizhia regions, in the east and south of Ukraine. The President stressed that it has been very, very useful to hear from those who are going into battle directly what exactly is lacking, what exactly is enough and what exactly needs to be changed. He said that everything the warriors talked about will be discussed at the meeting of the staff, especially regarding electronic warfare. Defense Minister Oleksii Reznikov said that one day of war costs Ukraine 100 million US dollars, and this is mostly public funds, not volunteer crowdfunding, reports Ukrainform. When asked why there are so few drones in the combat zone and why they are bought for the funds that citizens donate to volunteers, not for budget funds, Reznikov said, quote, I can tell you that deliveries from volunteers from 24th February 2022 to the present day are 3% of everything that ended up in the war zone. War costs us 100 million US dollars a day, unquote. Therefore, the minister believes it is unfair to make claims to the state that volunteers do everything for it because it is not the case. At the same time, he added that it is very good and right that volunteers announce fundraising and citizens donate their own money. We would really appreciate if you could rate us ideally with 5 stars or give us a glowing review in the app where you are listening to this podcast. Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify and others. This really helps more people to find out about the highlights from Ukraine and truth about Russia's invasion. Newsweek informs that Ukraine is adapting domestically produced Neptune anti-ship missiles for long-range strikes against ground targets, reports Ukrainska Pravda. Ian Williams, deputy director of the Missile Defense Project at the Center for Strategic and International Studies, believes that Ukraine is adapting and using what it has at hand, but this should not be seen as a long-term solution to long-range strikes. Sidharska Ushal, a researcher at the Royal Institute of the United Armed Forces, which conducts research in the field of defense, said that the strike on Cape Tarhankut in the west of Crimea at the end of last month proved that Ukraine can use the Neptune in the ground attack mode and thus put under threat Russian facilities in previously safe rare areas. Hitting a relatively small target that can intercept air threats like the S-400 shows that Ukraine has high-quality intelligence and that the Neptune ground attack can hide behind obstacles to approach undetected by Russia, Kaushal said. It could also hint that the Neptune could use countermeasures against detection or be used in conjunction with jamming equipment, he continued. It is difficult for experts to judge how many Neptune missiles Ukraine may have at its disposal, but it is unlikely to be a large arsenal. According to Kaushal, even in peacetime, it is difficult to mass-produce these type of weapons, and Russia has made a lot of effort to hit the Ukrainian military-industrial base. Minister of Foreign Affairs Dmitry Kuleba commented that the Chancellor of Germany should make a decision on the transfer of long-range Taurus missiles to Ukraine, reports Interfax Ukraine. Quote, I think that the German Chancellor has this decision on the table, he should accept it, the Ukrainian minister said. He added that the decision regarding the possible supply of Atakams missiles to Ukraine from the US is also still open. 
On the morning of 4 September, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs of Ukraine, with reference to the State Border Service, informed that during an attack on Ukrainian ports on the Danube on the night of 4 September, Russian Shahed drones fell on the territory of Romania and added a photo of the explosion from the other side of Danube, reports European Pravda. At the same time, the Romanian Ministry of Defense denies this information, stating that Russian drones did not pose a threat to Romania. The Romanian foreign minister said that Russian attacks on infrastructure in southern Ukraine pose risks for her country, but she denies that there have been any threatening incidents so far. Subsequently, the Ukrainian foreign minister announced that Ukraine had photo evidence of the fall of Shahed drones on Romanian territory. Thank you for listening to the Highlights from Ukraine podcast. We are a commercial initiative of just two people and we need your help to grow. Share information about the podcast, rate us in the app, subscribe to our Patreon. With your support, we are getting better. We call on you to demand from governments of your countries to impose the toughest sanctions possible on Russia and its citizens to stop their invasion of Ukraine.